everybody, what's good? This is Hoda. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to episode 15 of the Intrepid Bodies podcast. This episode is edited. I did want to let you guys know that. The full episode is available for my Patreons who are subscribed to the Intrepid Ting um, tier. So if you're interested in listening to the full thing, please subscribe. The link is at the bottom of my podcast. If not, please enjoy this musing, this recording. I didn't want to let y'all know. I am not a mental health practitioner. I am not a psychologist, but I am a student of life, an energy worker, um, and a practitioner of energy work. So I'm on here just musing from my perspective. I hope you all genuinely enjoy this. With love, Hoda. So all of my announcements are done. If you made it this far, oh my God, I love you. Um, so we'll get to this episode's uh, topic. This episode is about emotional alchemy. So the topic and the title of this episode is strength is a vehicle to vulnerability. Now, what the heck do I mean by that? Let's drink some water before we start. so what do i mean by emotional alchemy what do i mean strength being a vehicle to vulnerability so let's just start with emotional alchemy and i'll post this question to my listeners what is emotional alchemy to you so if you are listening on spotify definitely take the time to shoot me an answer And just let me know, like, what does it mean to be an alchemist of the world of emotions? To me, emotional alchemy is the ability to um, be very human and have an emotion come up or have a moment where emotional, um, where there's emotional overwhelm or just emotions that seem a little bit bigger than the moment that you're in. So our emotions are very complex and they're very beautiful because they are quite literally the energy that reminds us of how like dynamic this human experience is. Like people quite literally say energy in motion. That is what an emotion is. And to me, the picture that comes up in my mind is like, okay, so if I am like a free electron, if I am like a a, a boiling (laughs) iteration of like god source energy my emotions are also connected to me meaning that they are not too far off from that sacred identifier so in other words like our emotions are very sacred they're usually connected to things that um are deep within our subconscious deep within our human experience and usually our our emotions This could be radical. To me, emotions have always been a signal to point to what can be healed, exemplified, strengthened, supported, um, filled in, brightened. And so emotional alchemy, when you add alchemy to the world of emotions, it means the opportunity to imagine the transformation of said emotional moment right sticking with our original metaphor it's the opportunity to invite transfer like transformational energies to like the reality of of our emotional spectrum and so to simplify that it just means 
the opportunity to transmute, to transform. And instead of staying with that, what that emotion invites us to identify as, we instead take the opportunity to change our perspective. Right? So emotional alchemy is not about invalidating the emotions. It's not, it's not saying that you are not the emotion or that it's not true. And I want to just start off with that validating statement first because <laughs> I've I've definitely been in moments where um I'm feeling very like overwhelmed, stimulated, and I really really want to get out of my body. I'm sad or something hard happens. And because I'm so loved, people in my life will do that lift for me and be like you're you're not this moment you know it's going to be okay and I'll be like bro did I ask you that like first of all <laughs> this is me just being honest I'm like first of all I know I'm gonna be all right because period and you know but it stings like that's what I want to get to is that I've been in that moment where someone offers me an opportunity where they offer me a bridge to walk from emotional stuckness <laughs> right for being stuck in that emotion to transforming that energy into a new perspective and I'm I've just I'm just not ready to you know so that's the first thing that I want to say is like I want to just validate the complexity of our emotional reality that I as a podcaster as like a budding energy worker as an educator like I'm not a licensed therapist right like I can't walk you through the steps to transform that emotion I also can't sit in the world that created those emotional realities either right excuse me so I say this with a lot of sympathy and you know a lot of clarity because I want to make that distinction that our emotions are valid and at the same time the like pleasure of transforming those emotions is actually a step towards empowerment you know it's actually a step towards you know empowerment workshops will let you think that it means just like being an entrepreneur and that empowerment means just like having your own business and on the one hand it is that's like being an empowered creator But an empowered human being is like somebody who sees value. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into being an empowered human. But to me, um, a lot of my source of power comes from just the reality that emotions are valid. So just let's just take that in, you know. (sighs) Our emotions is valid, yo. So when we approach emotional alchemy from an empowered and like valid and supported and resource place, we're understanding that emotional alchemy is the ability to transform our, our, our uh, lens, our perspective in life from paying attention and being focused in one emotional expression and transforming that expression Allowing that charge of the energy to change our perspective while validating the emotion that's there. Right? So it can sound a lot like, um, I'm sad today and 
as I realized that I, I've been sad for two or three days. Today, I want to sit outside and take a walk to be with my sadness, right? And so that's, that's an example of emotional alchemy, right? It can also be like, I'm having a hard moment in life. And when I'm going through tough things, my um, tendency is to self-isolate. And I've been alone for four days now. So let me see if my like favorite quiet homie would like to sit with me in silence. And usually they'll be like, yeah, you know. And that is me being responsible for like my emotional sphere. So, so like beyond responsibility, it also exercises a lot of self-trust. So emotional alchemy is that girl. And so in a world where like, as marginalized, you know, having marginalized identifiers and and being people who have like usually gotten the short end of the stick, it's like learning that, <laughs> taking that walk to be compassionate with ourselves um, is the meat and potatoes of emotional alchemy. So for me, it's like emotional alchemy is centered in empowerment, centered in compassion, centered in transformation, transmutation, and... Um, just again that implicit validation is where I love the magic of emotional alchemy like for me emotions can be overwhelming and in a sense in the past I've definitely had moments where I have forgone my intuition to do the logical thing and so I had to teach myself emotional alchemy a lot and I had to invite um, a lot of different tools in my life, like journaling, writing, um, utilizing my voice, my expression, all of the things that I do at this point are like emotional alchemy, you know what I mean? Not to like become avoidant, but emotional alchemy is so key because it, um, it actually really helps us invite strength um, in a way that is like totally personal so part of the episode and the topic today is that strength is a vehicle to vulnerability and strength to me is the crux of my platform obviously as the host of the intrepid bodies podcast resilience is my bestie (laughs) and I don't value resilience because it is an emblem of survival like oh my gosh you survived and here's your sticker it's it's something like deeper than that like resilience to me is like I have chills like even when I think about it now you know like I was just like oh I just got chills like resilience to me is like a mark of like the human of the human's spirit the ability that we have as spirits as souls to like carry on right and not just wantonly, and not, you know, we've definitely, uh, I've definitely gone through, and I'm sure you guys can speak to moments where, and you can definitely comment to share with me if you've had moments where it's like, it's just easier to like, kind of just go on autopilot, right? Like, there have just been moments in my life where I'm like, I don't want to be strong, I don't want to be vulnerable, I just want to be on, I just want to be here, you know? And strength whenever it gets pushed to that sector whenever we're being strong 
and just kind of like going through the motions and we're like yeah that's to me that's that's like that's actually not strength if I'm being honest like to me that's not an adequate definition of strength um to me the reason why I value strength is that it's it's just an expression of the human spirit's will it's an expression of it's a representation of what the human spirit can do like emotional alchemy the ability to transmute that is an expression of the element of fire in and of itself right it's like fire is so like feared and revered and necessary why because it has the ability to sustain and create life and it also has the ability to destroy but we marvel at it right we're like wow look at the flame dance right even in the way that fire is described we're like the flames are lapping right (laughs) so fire that ability to transform something from one state to the next and like to and and to proceed times linear like trajectory in that regard like for that intention is 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 magical you know and I guess that's why emotional transmutation can sometimes be called alchemy right doing the work can sometimes be you know a lot of people have the title of calling themselves the alchemists you know what I mean like one of my good friends is an alchemist she's like she was on here shout out to Amber you know, like the the role of the alchemist is to remind us that not only do elements willingly give themselves and surrender to the, the like very real process of transmutation, but that when we do that, when we surrender to the breakthrough, when we surrender to what that emotion wants from us, which is a moment, which is a friend which is just to be heard to be freed from its like little box that it's been like clogged up in it's like we too become willing and surrender to our growth we become willing like participants in our in our transcendence and so to me that's like the cheat code in life I'm like oh so you mean I don't know when I when I discovered that I'm like so you mean when you like dot your eyes cross your t's carry the two and i take this emotion and i sit with it instead of like doing the thing that we're taught to do which is to ignore it like you mean when i sit with that that means like i get something back for me not to be transitory about it but i'm like the the universe is self-perpetuating so obviously life will beget life right so in other words what i'm pointing to is the fact that when i when i realize that something clicked in me when I'm like no if I sit with this actually and I don't rush it away and I don't pick up another project to ignore it and I don't call another friend to pick up their drama instead of sitting with my own self and I don't pick up another shift at work just to say like yeah I'll be there because I value like I value how I see the outside world more than I value myself no instead I like sat with that and something clicked where I'm like oh I could feel that essence, that aspect, that really big, wise, like super sensory part of myself that was feeding myself, you know, that was feeding each 
each human being, whether you call this connection divine, whether you call it like, you know, the, the Bodhisattva mind, whether you fuck with Alan Watts and you call it consciousness, it doesn't matter. I could feel it though. And each time I sit with that part of myself, each time I embody the strength of my spirit and entrust in the strength of my spirit over the strength of like my my little soft tender body that wants cuddles like especially now because it's cold like when I (laughs) when I go back and forth between those dialogues strength offers me something more than just autopilot you know strength and resilience and the the nature of being intrepid offers something different for me and it's my capacity it's like what I'm capable of It's like that limitless energy that I can do it all becomes like so clear to me. In a world where like things are always trying to stand in our way, there are opposing forces in a dualistic reality, I could talk about it all day. It's like we need capacity. You know? We need strength of spirit. So that our bodies can like safely soften. Do you know what I mean? To me strength, resilience, the bridge of intrepidness is where the pleasure of vulnerability lies. You know, I grew up in an Islamic household and one hadith or I'm sorry, could have been a hadith or just a quote. Right? It's the idea of like patience. Right, taking from that quote from the reading, even like the idea that really stuck with me was sabr, the idea of patience, the idea of resilience, strength, holding strong, holding space. You know, and what sticks with me from that is the teaching of like right after hardship comes ease. They are oscillating polarities that are trying to massage us into a surrender. You know, and as I build into that, one question that I ask is like, what do you, what do you guys know about capacity, emotional capacity, energetic capacity, mental, physical capacity? Why do we need it? (laughs) You know, I also want to know, there's another question. How can we transform our perspective to value softness and strength? You know, of course, at varying degrees, how do we balance our need to play in either realm? You know, because these are just expressions. Like when I'm being strong, this is an expression. When I'm being soft, that's an expression, right? And so how do I like, how do we transform the perspective that we have? It's like, what are we holding in our conscious minds to allow, like what is it that's in our conscious mind that is um, like still holding us safe, right? In in that singular dimensionality, right? There's a part of us that like wants us to be like one dimensional because <laughs> it's safer that way, it's easier. So it's like part of my responsibility a lot of the times as a soul, as a person, as an energy worker, as a practitioner is pointing to some of those conscious places and allowing them to melt and allowing them to be massaged out so that we can see the multiplicity 
of our true identity. And um, it can be beautiful. It can be painful. It can be like ripping the veil off. But what's really fun about that is a lot of space opens up when we make the journey to to like see what's on either side of those polarities you know to me I don't want to be known as a strong person and I think we've all seen that viral tweet like I ain't the strong friend I've never been the strong friend (laughs) it's like I've had good boundaries I've been able to like you know kind of skate through life as a child but it's also like yo I was not the strong friend I was definitely the reliable friend definitely the one you could lean on but I would be crying before my homegirls could even share they'd like people would have especially as a highly sensitive y'all know what I'm talking about but my ear could be hell my ear be hella tuned for my folks that I love though too you know like so people call me and their voice like drops a certain way I'm like what's oh my goodness like uh, (laughs) you know what I mean like I, I would I would just know you know so Like, I definitely wasn't the strong friend, but we all know that there's, like, almost no value in being just seen as, like, the strong person. There's almost no value in that. And conversely, like, there's almost no value in being, like, very, very soft. Like, very too soft, you know? We live in a very solid world. Like, it's it's some real, real shit here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we live in a solid world, and so there's, there's no value in being all like too too soft like butter you know what I mean then then what's holding you together so for me it's like how do we dance how do we move how do we groove how do we skate through each of these identities and then not identify how do we how do we present what the true self really wants to parlay in and I've been seeing myself like in this like the last month for me literally I've been confused I'm like I don't know if I need to be strong right now or if I just need to like break down and cry and giving myself a lot of room to do that and giving myself a lot of permission to then also do the healing work, which is really key, especially for my practitioners, for those of us who've had the tools for years, you know, it's like I had to give myself permission to oscillate between being emotionally vulnerable and being like very strong and being very clear and then also like that next step which was like and then I also had to allow the healer within me to like activate I had to allow myself to walk between the bridge of guilt and shame and be like fuck it I'm about to heal it I see it it's coming up and I want I have the medicine it's right here and so as I've been seeing myself travel through not only just some of the those three identity those identity spheres but um in many different (laughs) identity spheres I've like that that's what inspired all of this like where I was like I don't know if I'm exerting now if I am designed to receive I don't know if the energies in my field are like you know necessarily like <laughs> like what do they want me to show up as right you know what do, what does source want me to show up as right now what is my higher self initiating for me to just walk through and so for me it was like I've been grateful enough to have the opportunity to go back to my notes go back to like um my drawing board but also like going back to literally things that I've taught like my writing alchemy workshop notes um going back to my session notes with certain peoples and it's just been so gratifying to really see that 
when I, when I go into that space of our consciousness, when I meditate and I go deep within that space of our subconscious, I see that some of these like blocks really are, are holding, um, holding near and dear the fact that we have a lot more space to just be real, to be raw, and also be the grown up in that in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? To be like, okay, okay, I had a lot of vulnerable moments. I was very strong. I was this, I was that. Let me also bring up that healer. Let me bring up the inner guru. Let me allow myself to be taught by this moment. You know what I mean? And for me, it was so key because I'm like, I remember um, there was a point in my journey, um, especially as like somebody who was walking into the work of being a practitioner where a lot of content wasn't hitting like books, um, teachers, YouTube videos, (laughs) you know, those like psych to go like channels. I was like, this, this isn't hitting anymore. And I thought it was because like they just either wasn't total resonance. I thought that I had like, I don't know, I was just like, my ego, oh my God, I'm so big headed. <laughs> like I thought I was I thought I wasn't being humble, you know, especially especially when you're like a student to life and something doesn't hit, you're like, it's gotta be me. It's gotta be me, you know? And I just remember being there and finally getting that breakthrough, real realizing that there was nothing that could be taught you know, from another person's perspective. And even me, when I transmit and I'm teaching and I'm in the role as the educator, literally, like literally and also metaphysically, right? It's like nothing that I I can teach you. You know, there's just my experience and, and the possibility of resonance. And then there's the possibility of like more permission and space for your own exploration of this, you know? And so I wanted to speak to that because I remember very specifically no longer resonating with specific things that were so near and dear to me. And that's because, yeah, it's like sometimes like your favorite book won't hit the same. Your favorite songs won't hit the same because there's a there's a slice of life that's like I'm tapping you in. (laughs) There's a slice of life, in other words, that wants us to take center stage to show up and to be present for what is being learned and mastered through our personal world. You know? Sometimes it's not about the identifier of being the strong friend, the vulnerable friend. Sometimes it's literally were your eyes open? Was your heart open? Did you show up? You know? And if not, then there's there's just a lot of room to practice, which is how I saw it, you know? When I, was, when I was like, when baby inside of me, like my inner child was like going nuts and I was having trouble being vulnerable and then also like being overly vulnerable and like literally was <laughs> talking to like the freaking lady at the uh, takeout place, being like, girl, it's just so hard and just like... <laughs> Me and her was just, yeah, vibing. Like, there was just a chance for me to be like, all right. Like, there's, the ask is not one or the other. It's 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 both and more and showing up more. And I was just like, yo, I get to practice. Like, the next day, I was just like, okay, let me 
be more present make sure that I got my daily practices in and that I was that I was present when I was doing those two you know let me not think about my to-do list right now and exert a little bit of discipline you know I had to get real with myself and invite that discipline medicine in to be like all right girl come on life is showing you something <laughs> let's show off for the lesson and not not just like the lesson of displacement or like, oh, shit is so hard. What else? You know, what What else? What is the ask? What is being massaged out of you right now? And deep within, I knew that there was a space within me that was asking for more presence. I discovered that it's like my emotional world. It might be the same for you or anywhere else that comes up for you. I just encourage you to just go into go into that place willingly. You know, it's you, it's yourself, it's your story. You know, get familiar with it and also like rewrite it too. One of my favorite things that I always say is like I'm rewriting destiny, you know? Find me under the underneath the date tree. Okay, tap dancing with my destiny. Okay? Rewrite it. <laughs> so, um yeah, I think that this episode and this topic is really important to me because it's just really keying into that deep invitation to be fully embodied as a spirit, as a soul, as a human. Liberation work for me is definitely more preferred from this side. I think some of the most immediate changes in my life happen whenever I just go into it, you know? I don't want to be the person that's embodying strength when the moment calls for softness or vice versa. Then, Because then in that case, how aware am I really, you know? Am I learning about consciousness or am I consciousness itself? You know what I mean? So I hope that I've provided a lot of inquiry and much for you all to sit with and reflect with. My last words for this episode are to just stay tuned for those updates on Patreon, you all. Feel free to answer all the questions in my Spotify or just engage with me by liking, comment, sharing, all that good stuff (laughs) on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I have some listeners in Singapore and India, and I just want to shout out all of my international listeners. I really appreciate you guys. I cannot believe the Intrepid Bodies has a reach if you are from another country, please like DM me or follow me and tell me how you found me because that is awesome. <laughs> hey, so yeah, if you want to support my move or just continue supporting my work, just stay tuned for all the links below at the end of the um, episode description. I just thank you guys so much for listening. Remember that your emotions are your friends. <laughs> emotions are your buddies and (laughs) um don't be afraid to walk down the path of seeing what's at the other end of that emotional polarity sit with it be with it and also don't be afraid to transform it's all you anyway i love you guys so much with a lot of clarity and resilience intrepid bodies out take care